hey, listen to this, watch this movie, fucker. You can find it on you can find it on the line, or you can pay dollars to the creators. Who gives? I don't care. It's watch movie. Hi. <laughs> hey, what's up? Um, not a whole bunch. I am sitting in my room with a delicious diced coffee right next. You ever to just me. sit? You ever just sit in your room? <laughs> Constantly, pretty much, like always. I'm ne- almost never not sitting in my room. Now that's a mood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the big thing that's been going on in my life right now is the fact that oh fuck, we have to talk about the fact that you just moved into an apartment. Yours is more important. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I moved into a new apartment about ten minutes away from my old house. So um, there won't be any weird cuts of me having to yell to, to tell my parents to. Quiet, or they're them knocking on the door and saying, "Hey, are you listening? Are you doing anything?" Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but unfortunately, the trade-off is that I am right next to a super busy road. I've got my windows shut so that it doesn't like uh, it doesn't pick up as much. But um, I do have to have the window open for at least a little bit because that is where how my Ethernet cord is getting into my room. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> the Ethernet cord is running out of my window and into the living room directly beneath me, where the where the uh, is, where our uh, modem is. This sounds fine. This seems fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. Chunk seems happy enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The only bad thing is that now my computer is in my bedroom, which is very bad for me. <laughs> um. God, my computer is always with me at all times because I have a laptop. So uh, it's it's like unhealthy for me to have my just like my full ass desktop. I, like I got out of bed this morning, the first thing that I did when I got out of bed was I like, played a fucking game of Dota. Like that's just that I cannot let myself turn into this person. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I've been playing some Dota. That's also new. <laughs> yeah, exciting. How is Dota? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Why do you play it? Why do you do things that you hate, I, Sarah? I really don't know. I played League of Legends for five years, and I've been trying to stop playing League of Legends. So I needed like a nic- I needed like a nicotine patch of like a MOBA, but one that I'm not as good at, so I don't <laughs> feel motivated to keep playing. But the thing is, like you, when you win a game of Dota, you feel good. Your brain is like, yes, here, have this, have this good juice. Mm-hmm. And then you're, and then every time you lose, you're like, oh, if I'd won, I would have had the good juice. And then you start try and play another game. It seems like you have not so much solved a problem, but replaced one problem with another problem. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's okay, that's um, also the human condition. <laughs> the human condition is made up of two facets. Constantly doing the dishes and replacing problems with similar or worse problems. <laughs> I'm going to try and stop playing it. <laughs> It's not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play it if someone invites me to play it because I have a couple of friends who play it. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Mm-hmm. I gotta just quit. I gotta just quit it, and I gotta play some story, some narrative games. I gotta play some Assassin's Man's Brother Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I I've been indulging in some old bad bad habits as well, which is to say, watching Doctor Who. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Like a lot of it, and also now the the very very bad, not very good spinoff series Torchwood, um, that I just can't stop watching, and it's all very twee and British, and um, so I'm just like sorry for the person that I'm gonna become. <laughs> like I mean, you you already had a huge gender awakening due to Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like I cannot imagine what Doctor Who would do to you. I- <laughs> Okay, so this is not the first time I was into Doctor Who, but it's literally, I think, I, I just... <laughs> there is a fucking party happening downstairs. Holy shit. Oh my god. Drop Can everything you hear and any join of that? it. No, I can't. 
Okay. Well, like, there was just, like, clattering and clanging of everything. This is also, there's also, like, five, six animals in this house, by the way. Wow. Yeah, we got three dogs, one very big boy, who is my friend. His name is Jackson. He's the all lab, and I love him. Mm-hmm. There is a small boy named Pickles. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he is, but he's white and fluffy, and he hates me. Right on. Then there's, like, a 12-year-old blind wiener dog named Peanut. Oh, cool. And I love her to death. It's popping, sounds like. Yeah, and then we got a couple of cats and a chunk. And a chunk. Oh, beauteous chunk. My grandson. <laughs> not, to say, not, to say, not to say that he has, like, he has a father who I am the parent of. He is my grandson. My son who is great. Right, yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one trauma podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, this, the, this uh, quiet, understated, um, uh, 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 eeriness of grief podcast. I think, this is the, I think that's the farthest we've ever been from the truth in, a, in an episode description of this is an X podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we're here for a very special reason today with this movie because we passed our two-year anniversary recently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wow. of doing this dumbass podcast. Yes, I can't even believe that it it like doesn't even feel like a year. If I'm being it, real, it really doesn't. We're 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 coming up on like past a year since the start of the Wonder Year. I know that, right? that's bonkers. Yeah, I'm going to check and see when exactly our episode first episode was published, because I think that we did miss it by a week. Oops. So last week was our two-year anniversary. Yes, it was. Uh, thanks, thanks, Jasmine. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, but, so, yeah. Wow, my voice is cracked there. <laughs> we started off with a, We started off with some... We did not start off with stuff that was going to give us a lot of listeners, huh? No. God, Final no. Prayer, As Above, So Below, Ills, Event... We did Event Horizon too early. I want to do Event Horizon again. Yeah, I'd be more than willing to revisit that. Um, yeah, those are some good-ass movies, though. I'm, I, I'm so glad that you introduced me to uh, uh, Borderlands as our first episode because it's quickly become... Uh, in my like top five of favorite horror movies ever. It really, is, it's so fucking good. It uh, is extremely fucking good. Is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Blair, blah 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 Blair. I'm looking at our stats on Libs and guess how many all time downloads we have for the Wonder Years? Huh. Four twenty. Oh. With zero at the end. <laughs> Forty two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> We're exactly forty two hundred. Right on. Oh. Nice. Hey. Nice. <laughs> yeah, our our one year anniversary of the Wonder Yorks is like uh, it's June second, which is that's my birthday. It hey. is. Yeah. Oh oh, funk. 
Um, which means we started the Wonder Yorks on my birthday, which I don't remember happening. We started we started the Wonder Yorks two days before your birthday because we edited I edited the episode and put it out on time. Okay, right on. <laughs> cool. With cool. possibly our best episode title from that. Like, I just I sometimes I like looking at our our episode titles because some of them are extremely good, like Anthropornormative, mm-hmm. uh, the Caddyshack Classic, <laughs> Boss Baby Genesis. We've had some good times, but that's not the podcast we're on right now. Is Mr. Six alive? (laughs) Sarah. Listen. Hey. Inquisitive minds want to know. Do they? I don't know. What happened in horrors and gays? Gays horrors. Hey. uh, Let's check out upcominghorrormovies.com because I haven't actually seen it. Hereditary's coming out uh, in a couple of weeks and I'm fucking pumped. Me too. I'm going to shit in the theater. Don't shit in the theater. Don't shit in the theater. Sarah, don't shit in the theater. Uh, Sarah, Sarah. Did you, did you like Zombieland? Huh? Did you like Zombieland? What What about Zombieland? Did you like it? Yeah, I guess so. They're making another one. Oh. Well, okay. Yeah, it's, that's, about how I, that's about how that like announcement left me. I was like, well... Yeah. I mean, I'll see it. Who was in that? It was it was Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, um... Oh, what the fuck's her name? The little one. The one that's not Dakota. Um, Abigail Breslin? Uh, was she in that? I don't know. Wasn't Emma Stone in it? I think she was. Let's look on Wikipedia. We we got them all. Okay. Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin. Damn. Woo! Got it in one. We did such a good job. <laughs> the tagline for that movie was nut up or shut up. Yep, mm-hmm, that sounds about right. Which is weird because that doesn't relate to zombies at all. No, but, um, hey, anything else? I mean, Zombieland is, oh, you're not satisfied with Zombieland? Well, yeah. What's what? Is there anything else coming out? I, I think uh, I don't know. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele teased his new horror movie a couple of weeks ago, which I'm excited about. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Also, um, uh, <laughs> Rob McElhenney of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is doing. Which one is he? He's Mac. Um, okay. He he. <laughs> Are all do all of them just share a name with their characters, or is it just is it Mac and Charlie? It's Mac Charlie. Well, Dennis kind of sounds like Glenn. Uh, because there's two ends in it. It's, sorry, it's not really. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, it's mostly just that. Um, but, uh, first of all, A, he's directing the Minecraft movie, which is fucking stupid. Um, and B, Sorry, which, which one? Charlie or Mac? Um, Mac, Rob McElhenney is directing. I, I do very much like the idea of what if Mac, the character, directed Minecraft? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay, but relatedly, um, he is also doing a, uh, Rooster Teeth ordered a uh, horror comedy movie or short or something from him, so I'm excited for that. What the fuck? It's a lot. There's a lot. That's of- a lot to take in. Hold on. So, Rooster Teeth or- ordered a horror comedy thing from Rob McElhenney. Yes. Mac- whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's... <sighs> I need a second. (laughs) Like, I think my opinion on this is, like, kind of the same thing that you had for Zombieland 2, which is, like, I guess. I'm also, like, I guess, but at the same time, I'm kind of, like, this hole was a little bit made for me, you know? 
<laughs> God, that's fr- you were a big Rooster Teeth person, weren't you? No, I was. Okay. No, you were Yogg's cast. You were Yogg's cast. I was big Yogg's cast. I big did Yogg's cast. I did have a brief affair with Red versus Blue. Um, oh, brief, and then a re- that that happened like a year ago. You can't act like you were into Red versus Blue like six years ago. You were into Red versus Blue last year. Uh, yeah, but hey. Um, <laughs> No, it was 2015 because uh, I wrote fan fiction for it, and it's still on my AO3, <laughs> and that's what it's dated as. You absolute wreck of a human being, <laughs> who I love with all of my heart. Can you believe people come here to like listen to my opinions about things as if they're not always abjectly terrible? No. <laughs> all right, fab. Great. <laughs> So, uh, I don't think there's any, like, gay news. Um, I'm gay. Same. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the news, bitch. I'm gay and I moved into a new house. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's get into this fucking movie. Yeah. So we watched Lake Mungo, which I was too scared to watch at the start of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And we specifically put it off. We said that our two anniversary movies were going to be The Blair Witch Project and Lake Mungo. Mm-hmm. And we did Blair Witch last year. We did Lake Mungo this year. But no idea what we're doing for our anniversary next year. We have nothing that we've really built up. We'll figure so I just, it out. Like, I think I, I talk about wanting to do a movie and then we do it like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. But um, yeah, Lake Mungo. This is um, probably not only in my top five horror movies of all time, but like my top five movies of all time. Um, it is... It's good. It's an astoundingly good movie, just on its own. Um, but it's a tremendous horror movie. Um, so, uh, it, it, uh, starts with, um, it's, so it's kind of like a documentary-style movie. So it's, it's like a, a sibling to a found footage. It's got found footage in it, but it's, I like the documentary angle of it specifically. Um, it, it kind of allows for a lot more quiet reflection, yeah, um, which is good because definitely this this movie is definitely uh, set for it. So the premise of the movie is that uh, a, a, a daughter of this family, uh, her name is Alice Palmer, uh, drowns in a lake, um, and uh, under- so right off the bat, they just obviously blatantly copied Twin Peaks. So I need to dock this movie. Uh, Cinema sins, ding. <laughs> I mean, there's obvious inspirations. Um, you hear but, that motorcycle? Yeah, I do. <laughs> No, half the people in this town don't know what the fuck a muffler is. <laughs> um, so there's there's some some inspirations from it, but uh, uh, for the most part, it is definitely its own thing. Um, so she drowns in a lake under somewhat mysterious circumstances. She just kind of goes into the water and doesn't come out, you know. And there's not really any thrashing in the water. She just kind of like drowns. Um, uh, so they the family thinks she's missing at first, um, and they go out on a, like a, a search for her, and then. Like for days and days, uh, and eventually they they find her body at the bottom of the lake, and um, her father identifies the body, and um, the then the the rest of the movie, and we'll get into the specific details of it. But the rest of the movie is basically just uh, dealing with the grief of this. Um, like unexpected traumatic event right yeah. unexpected death of your daughter or slash sister like uh and just like the strange things it grief does to a person and also the mysterious strange ways that um 
trauma affects people. I don't know. It's just like, I'm thinking more of us on a symbolic level, like a thematic level at this point, but like, it's, 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 uh, this movie has a lot of interesting things to say, I think, especially about grief and trauma. So, uh, yeah, the, let's get into the, the details of those things. Um, they, they start feeling like a presence in the house. The family does. Right. All right. Fabulous. Um, fabulous. So, um, uh, the family, uh, starts feeling a presence in their house, um, and, uh, uh, like the the doors keep closing and they hear like noises and stuff. Um, so uh, um, they rehang the door and then they check for termites and there's not anything and the, the noises just don't stop. So uh, the brother uh, starts setting up video cameras all around the house to like film for activity mm-hmm. um, and starts like picking up these weird little things. Like there's a figure walking through the hallway in one and um there's like like you can see like shadows of like ghosts and mirrors and stuff like that and it's all very eerie it it starts manifesting like other people's things right like you see like the uh the, the the old guy the scott what's his dick Remember at the lake, at the river? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, they, so this other family was filming out by the lake, and uh, they they captured footage of uh, someone who looks sort of like Alice, you know, like in the background. Um, yeah, like across the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's all this is very blurry and all, very very inconclusive. But the thing is, it's like we're grieving parents and. Like, we want explanations for why these things are happening, and we want anything to believe that our daughter didn't actually die. So they, um, so especially with the footage taken by the other family on the lake, um, triggers them to, like, exhume the body so they can, like, do DNA analysis of it to make sure it's actually Alice, because, you know, um, uh, the mother didn't identify the body the father did, so she was convinced that her husband had made a mistake, you know? Um, yeah. But, you know, that's not anything. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, Alice is dead, and, you know, that's her body. Um, Alice isn't dead, if you ask me. Oh, wow. That's a cool reference to a thing. Thanks. Um, so. We were, re- we were, we, <laughs> I'm still kind of reconciling the fact that a podcast that, um, uh, uh, monsters uh, out of the closet. No, monsters. Yeah, monsters out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, me- mentioned us in a tweet in the same sentence as a welcome as a Night Vale production, right? <laughs> which is fucking wild. Um, shout out to that. Shout out to us. Shout out to that podcast. Hell yeah. Yeah, very very cool to hear. Glad glad that glad that our idiot banter can give you some insight into what kind of horror stories there are. I I don't know. Listen, if you can figure out how to like how to extract wisdom from this podcast please tell us mm-hmm. i still don't know it's been two years sometimes we say intelligent things i have never said a smart thing in my life and we both know this okay that's fair um <laughs> so also worth noting is uh uh the husband describes like a vision or something he had uh just standing in Alice's old room and seeing Alice there um and uh like she's just writing in her journal and then like 
stills and then like turns around and then yells at him to get out and get out uh and everyone's like yeah we don't know what to make of it but we don't like this guy doesn't seem like the type to lie about something like that so he saw something and we just don't know what it is um i mentioned that because a lot of these things this a lot of little details in this movie are circular like like it's just everything connects back to each other. Little moments connect back to each other constantly. It's so detail-oriented in the most perfect way, so I'm just excited to talk about it. Um, So, so the, the, the body isn't, they exhume the body, it's, it's Alice. Um, And then they inspect uh, the, the hope, the, the, the videos and like, um, like they discovered that they're, or Brett, no. Brett, yeah, no, um, the, Matthew? Matthew, um, Matthew, uh, admits to having, like, faked the videos, you know, cause, yep. like, he. Bastards, bastard Matthew, worst <laughs> son of the year. He, he set up TVs in the rooms and then filmed the reflections of those TVs. Um, so... All in all, a very impressive photo manipulation, especially for someone who does not have... Who is, like, doing it all physically and not, like, with Adobe. Yeah. At the same time, he's also taking photographs, I think, like, once a month or something like that of their yard. And then, like... And just superimposing a thing of Alice in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the mother is uh, looking at one of these hoax um, videos and discovers that um, their neighbor is like crouching in Alice's room. Uh, yeah. During, which fucking so eerie. So eerie. Extremely so. Um and so so she investigates where he was crouching um and finds a lockbox of Alice uh Alice's and like finds a tape of it in which like so she babysat for this family. Um yeah. and uh Apparently there was like a lot of like weird sexual abuse stuff happening, and that they filmed it, and she has that video. Um, yeah, Al- Alice was getting Al- Alice and their neighbors, the Brett, the Brett, the neighbor, and his wife were both like having sex with Alice. Yeah, um, it's it's a bad scene altogether, um, and it's it's like just this a secretive thing, you know that like. And I've, it's it's what's interesting is how like the strangers react to like this news because like everyone's being interviewed about it, um, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, we would have never guessed Alice would have done something like that," and it's it's just interesting how it's it's that it, there's this perception that it's shifted like this blame is shifted onto her, which yeah. I don't think is the movie having bad discursive tendencies so much as just like showing how other people. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, are gonna are gonna like project fault onto um, the other party being involved. You know, the women's. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I want. I'm. I'm gonna jump back really like to the very beginning. Really, just this little detail that I just remembered that I is like my favorite fucking thing in the entire movie. Um, after they uh, identify, uh, um. Alice's body. They drive back to the house, but the car can only go in reverse. So they're just driving in reverse the entire way back to the house. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And it's... It is kind of um, 
we're going to talk about symbolism some more. It is kind of indicative of like this, how the, the, the plot of this, not so much the plot, but like the details of these, this movie seem to be appearing in reverse and how they keep like, and because of that, like things keep missing each other, you know? Yeah. Because they're just not lining up to the time when like they're supposed to be noticed. Like they just keep, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to the specifics of it as we get deeper into the movie, but I, I, it's eerie and it's really interesting. And when you have little details like that and you made them for, for re- made those decisions for a reason. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's very cool. Um, uh, so. Um, then they start, uh, then. A psychic gets involved. Yes, Roy, Ray, Rum, Rimbles. Um. Ray. Ray. Ray Kameny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whose birth name was Schultz, which I've never heard the name Schultz as a first name. Is that like an Australian thing? Well, he was from Belgium originally. Is that a Belgian thing? I don't know. <laughs> I've never known anyone. Um. So. Uh, the only person I've ever known named Schultz is Charles. Yeah. The guy who did Peanuts. He's from Minnesota. Is he? Yeah, he is. We've got little Peanuts dudes all over, like, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, so, um, uh, Alice's mother starts seeing the psychic, and, um, uh, we get this recorded conversation of them, where she's talking about how she's, like, standing in Alice's room and, like, Alice is sitting on the chair in her room at the end of the bed and, like, they can't, like, she can't see her. So they're, like, another, another instance of, like, just, like, two floating Mis- objects. Mis- Craig, very Craigslist voice misconnections. Yeah, like, they're, they're floating on top of each other but just in the wrong time. Yeah. Sort of. It's like, the, it's like the lake house. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, like the lake house. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, you know, actually, I think this movie, Pound for Pound, is exactly like the lake house, mm-hmm. which is weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird movie to emulate, but you know what? Yeah. Fucking, you, you do, you do you, Joel Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, so they eventually have the, uh, the psychic over for dinner, and then they do a seance, and then the movie zooms in on part of the video in the seance and you can see like a little figure in the background um so it's very spooky it's it's ooky and it, it is also spooky um uh and so so this psychic remains a part of the movie um yes. but uh they also uh the uh ex-boyfriend of alice comes forward with some cell food cell phone footage from when Alice went to Lake Mungo on a. What was that? Was that was that her ex boyfriend or was that uh, Kim the girl? That it was her friend. Um. I think it was the boyfriend, or maybe it was the girl. I could be completely wrong on this. I I am not very smart. You, the first thing you must know is that I am not very smart. Yeah, I'm not sure, but anyway, so so um, so there's gonna, there was going to be a well, there is there had been a school trip to Lake Mungo. Um, and, uh, uh, cell phone footage from it came out and it showed Alice behaving like in really like closed off kind of erratic ways, seeming really gloomy or nervous or something. Um, 
And also uh, of Alice burying something by a tree. Um, uh, yeah, in the titular Lake Mungo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Which uh, is a very dry lake, if you ask me. <laughs> hey, what's the deal with Lake Mungo? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. There's no water at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, so, uh, so the family goes over to uh, find out whatever it was that was buried and finds this plastic bag with some, like, random, like, bead stuff, like, her, random, her, like... Well, no, it's her favorite. It's it's the, uh, the... Earlier in the movie, they remarked that uh, Alice came back from the trip missing her cell phone, which had been bought a month prior, mm-hmm. uh, her favorite watch, and I think her favorite bracelet? Yeah. So it's, like, so import- in there. important things, you know. Yes. Um, and they uh, charge up the phone and play a video on it. And this is my favorite fucking part of the movie because um, it just lets the, the video play. And it is um, uh, uh, Alice filming, like, into this, like, darkness. Um, and there's a figure coming towards her. Um, and it... As this it comes, is so fucking scary. It's really scary. And as it comes towards her, it's, it's, it's clearly, like, not... Like, if not human, then, like, not right. Because it's got, like, a bloated face. And one of the eyes is completely swollen shut. And, um... And it's, it's, it just comes towards her. And then she, like, runs away because, like, what the, like this corpse is just, like, lumbering towards her. And um, it is extremely Alice's dead-ass corpse that was pulled from the the lake uh, a few months later. Yeah. The, the dad is like, yeah, I recognized what it was immediately. And... And there's just something so like it's there's a little it's a little bit of a jump scare but but the real fear of it is like seeing your own dead decaying body lumbering towards you in like the darkness and like the scene itself is so quiet it's uh, it's it's just it's so fucking good it's so fucking good um, this movie makes me come. <laughs> don't. Um, it kind of makes Lake Mungo made me nut. <laughs> it kind of makes me want to issue a warning at the beginning of this episode to be like, don't listen to this podcast until you've seen the fucking movie because that scares my favorite goddamn thing in the world, and I don't want it to be spoiled for like anyone. You know, I'll I'll, I'll put some I'll put something and I'll be like, hey. Get- Listen to this. Watch this movie, fucker. Yeah, you can find it online. You can find it on the line, or you can pay dollars to the creators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gives? I don't care. It's watch movie. Watch, watch. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna splice that out of the, of the, of the show and put it at the start. Mm. So, so it's, it's a lot of like, well, what the fuck do we do with this? Um, and yeah. Uh, well, I think they, well, they come back to, it ends really quietly, this movie does. They come back to the house, and... And then they have the, the, the psychic session with Ray, Smitty, Warba, Jangerson. Like Spongebob? Yeah. Do they? they remember when J- June's uh, psychic session and uh, Alice's psychic session are oh, being played, yeah. like, over each other? Yeah, so... So Where the, it's like Alice is like it's like going, like an old tape of Alice doing the session, and she's like, I, I hear some. I'm sitting in my room, and I hear someone coming down the hall. And at the same time, we hear Alice's mother June being like, I'm walking down the hall, and I'm going into Alice's room, and Alice. Al, this time, Alice can see her mother, but her June mother can't cannot see, her. see Alice. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is fucked up if you ask me. So, but the thing is, like, so her mom is, so she comes back to the house and her mom is like, things felt calmer here. Like, and, and it just felt very strange that we were continuing to live here. So we've decided to move. And the fact that she couldn't see Alice in her room uh, led her to believe that, she, like, Alice had moved on. When the fact of the matter is, like, it's, it's her mom who moved on and could not, no longer, like, have that sort of connection. And it's, it's Alice being left alone in this house, just feeling completely, like, she described feeling completely alone. And she's just been trying to reach out this entire time. And, God, yeah, so the, 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 the closing credit scenes are, like, zooms, zoom ins on, like, the, the previous stuff we were shown. And, it, and it's, like, Alice was there. The and, whole damn time. Like, but I, we were I just go looking back. in the wrong direction the entire time. Is that the, like... Is that visible in the when the when the images are originally shown in the movie in, in like the, during the runtime of the movie? I I kind of want to know. Yeah, I don't know that for sure, um, but it'd be very cool to find out if it is. Um, it's 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 interesting. I think so. If we're gonna talk about secrets, it's we there's this assumption that Alice was keeping all of this quiet, but it's possible that she was like doing small things to cry out for help but nobody was looking in the right direction right because it's like a lot of like alice is like i'm here please notice me but um they were creating all these other things to deal with their grief of the fact that their daughter slash sister was gone and um missed the actual presence of her you know yeah it's so sad (laughs) it really is I love this movie because it's it's eerie and fucking sad, um, and it's not. Those are not feelings you generally. Eeriness, I think, is totally underutilized by horror movies. Just like just like the uncanny, settled, unsettled, like feeling that you get from like little things being off, driving backwards the entire way home. So yep. perfect. So perfect. Yeah. Um, it's it's, and it's it, this is a movie. That has, I mean, a lot of movies have symbolic things to say, but this one has, like, a lot of symbolic things to say. And um, I also want to say that I've been rereading House of Leaves, and I feel like these two things are not some, like, um, they don't have the same themes, but they definitely overlap in how they communicate the themes that they do communicate. You know, they're kind of cousins insofar as storytelling. Um, It's, it's... It's it's such a fucking good movie. <laughs> good movie, movie good. <laughs> Very good. Um, so on a scale of zero to five, uh, future corpses. Future corpses is a good one. Um, yeah, you know this movie does really go to show that you can. You know, it's really fitting that on the two year anniversary of our podcast, plus a week, uh-huh. this we finally get we get a movie that really shows that you can in fact put a fucked up guy not only anywhere but any when. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and that's the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, uh, the real fucked up guy was a friendship we had all along. The real fucked up guy is in my closet. <laughs> yeah. He's um, in my closet. He's in your closet. And he's, he's in, in our hearts. He's in everyone's closet. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's in our hearts. Whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit? 
So on a scale of zero to five um, future corpses, future corpses, I'm going to give this one a solid five out of five. I think this is close to yeah. a perfect movie. That's going to be my stamp of approval. It's um, fabulous. It's like a tremendous movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen like a real like two, 2.5 on this podcast. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I we, can't think of the last movie that I saw that we, that, that we were both just like... We just watched the Bye Bye Man. Hey. That was a zero. Okay. Oh, just you mean just like a middling one? Yeah, like like the corridor is what comes to mind when I think of middling movies that we've watched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Though I think we both rated that three, which I think was a little bit high. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. I, some of the, the framing in that movie was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me look at let me look at our let me look at our history from before you went on your absence. Uh, Frozen. That was a real two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hated that movie. <laughs> But it was like not anything is the yeah. thing. Yeah. What did you? Are you? Oh, you. You're also giving this one a five out of five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. Thirteen ghosts. That was kind of. Eh, no, Matthew Lillard's in that. Matthew Lillard automatically bumps any movie he's in up to a three. At least a three. Yeah. Splice was like a four, four and a half that dropped down to a two after the first hour. Splice. Yeah. <sighs> I have a moment. Oh, the Blair Witch Project. Talk about a real two. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my baby like that. We stand a legend. And she <laughs> kills uh, college-age kids in her woods or whatever. Um, uh, so let's get into recommendations. Uh, did we get any questions? Oh, shit. I, didn't, I forgot to make a questions post. Oops. Oops, Shit. <laughs> Uh, here's, here's a question. Uh, when you said the stream is coming up, get your snacks and beverages in order. Seda, friend of the show Nudity, says, I already ate my snack. Do you know if anyone will bring something to share? Um, Roswell uh, helpfully offered some, uh, rhubarb cake. So I think we got that one squared away. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a short fucking episode. Jesus. Oh no, I feel so bad. Oh no. (laughs) Oh shit. Um. Okay, well, let's let's babble about recommendations for a while, then. Yeah. Sure. What do you got this week? Because I gotta rack my brain. Okay, well, I'm gonna be perfectly honest here and say that everyone should watch, like, the early aughts Doctor Who episodes, because it's good fucking sci-fi. And I know you're being like, oh, Blair, but it's so twee and super hulock. And I'm like, I know. I know super hulock. But also, super hulock is, like, a... Uh, a result of Moffat's run of Doctor Who. And as we all know, uh, Moffat is not a good showrunner. It does not make good television. So it it becomes so much more fucking stupid and shitty and horrible. Watch watch Eccleston's run and Tennant's run because... They're fucking great. It's good sci-fi. It's what was fun. That horror mo- what was that horror movie that Christopher Eccleston was in? Uh, 28 Days Later. No, the one with the one with Nicole Hidman. I don't know. <laughs> it was about, like, it was about the, the, the twist of the movie, spoiler alert for this movie that I can't remember the name of, was that, like, Nicole Kidman, the, the whole story was, like, Nicole Kidman and her children who are both, like, afraid, who, like, can't be in the sunlight, but it turns out they're just all ghosts and Christopher Eccleston was dead the whole time. What the fuck is this movie? Are you talking about Sixth Sense? Because Christopher no, Eccleston was not in that. <laughs> it's not the Sixth Sense. Nicole Kidman was not in the Sixth Sense. Yeah, neither of them were in that movie. 
<laughs> Let's take a look at Nicole Kidman's filmography because I know this is going to show up. Okay. Well, it would. It's her, her filmography is definitely bigger than Eccleston's. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and Google Christopher Eccleston, Nicole Kidman, and that'll turn up the movie, The Others. Oh. I've not seen it. <laughs> sorry, sorry to spoil the others, folks. That's okay. It's okay. Uh, I should watch it because I like Eccleston a lot. I think he's fun. He's a, he's he, a... he 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 has a fu- he has a nice shaped head. <laughs> he I sure like does. the head shape of Batman. He sure does, Sarah. He sure does. Um, did you did you come up with a recommendation for yourself? I was just looking up the others. <laughs> no. So give me a second. <laughs> okay. What have I been watching lately? I've, I've been watching some anime, but I've recommended all the anime that I've been watching, I think. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't, because I started watching Megalobox recently. How is which it? Which is, it's really fucking good. Megalobox is the, um, I, I believe it's part of the 50th, I believe it's uh, being released uh, as part of like the 50th anniversary of Hajime no Ippo, like one of the original, like, fucking, like the one of the original sports manga. Mm-hmm. That can't be right. That's not 50th anniversary. 30th, maybe. Sure. It could be the 30th. But, um, like, it's just, it's about, like, this weird, like, kind of cyberpunkian future where boxing is the same except for you have, like, gear kind of, like, grafted onto you that makes your punches better. Oh, sure. And it sounds kind of like a flimsy setup, but it's absolutely phenomenal, and it's had some extremely good, like, fights, and it's got some incredible music, and the, a lot of the character design, a lot of the world design is feeling very, like, Cowboy Bebop-esque, like, mm-hmm. if, if Cowboy Bebop had been, like, this is, like, a, a hundred years before Cowboy Bebop takes place, basically, sure. same world and everything, like, just the way everything is, like, set up and designed and drawn, and it just, it's fucking good as hell, mm-hmm. and it's only about seven episodes in so far, you can catch up pretty easily, watch it as it's happening, and it's it, that's anime. That sure is anime. I haven't watched an anime in a grip. I've been watching anime a lot now that I can like watch it from my bed out on my computer. Sarah be watching anime. That's that's me. Mhm. Mhm. But Blair be do be watching Doctor Who, so yeah. So she does not have <laughs> she does not have room to talk about anything. Um. So, <laughs> okay. Well, that is un- it is unfortunately a short one because I forgot to ask for questions. So you can slap I me mean, on qu- the wrist for that. Yeah, uh, I'm reach. I'm reaching across. Uh, I'm reaching my arms out now, Blair. I'm gonna smack you in about two seconds. Here comes my hand. Wow. You're supposed <laughs> to do the folding work of me smacking your hand. <laughs> <laughs> What was that sound? It was me smacking my hand, but lightly. No, the the sound the sound your voice made. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> well, I, I look. <laughs> it can't all be winners. Is the moral of the story? But this movie was winner, so hey. This this movie was a win. More like a winter soldier. Oh. No. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, 
hey, do you want to support the show? I can't imagine why, but you can do that anyway. Um, Patreon.com slash fearbaiting. Hey, the, if, you, if you donated the 5 or $10 a month level, we read your name. Like this, Michael Kaiser, Sophie, Alec, Paul Becktail, and Twitter user Sophie Altergeist. Nice. Nice, nice, you also nice. get to send messages, which I, I, I'm going to send a quick message to the people saying we will take some messages. Yeah. And also, we will take, if you're at the $10 a month level, you get to demand a movie that we do. Yeah. Woo! So, if, if you are and donating just, that, And at the $1 a month level, you get, like, early access to the episodes and, uh... You get like to vote. content and voting. Uh, we are supposed to do that once a month. Um... <laughs> We'll do one for June. Yeah, we'll do one for June, um, where you get to vote on a movie that we watch. Um, so there's good reasons. Also, you can support us because we're lovely and you love us very much. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but if you want to find the show on social medias to keep up with our nonsense, uh, we are on Twitter at fearbaiting, tumblr.com forward slash fearbaiting. Um, and uh, we have a uh, Gmail, uh, fearbaiting at gmail.com. Those are all great ways to contact us if you have questions or essays you want to write to us or um, other nonsense. Uh, we all, we love that. We love all of it. We love you so much. If you want if you want to check me out, you can head over to twitter.com slash gayestlulu. That's my at. Or chiesatsunakas.tumblr.com. Check out our sister podcast, The Wonder Yerks. And also check out my other podcast, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which is a leftism podcast that I do with 13 of my good friends. <laughs> we have too many hosts on that show. <laughs> but if the, if our Patreon gets to, uh, to $200 a month, we will execute the, someone. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's, what, that's a goal. That's, our, that's one of our goals. Fabulous. Hey, if you want to find me online, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter, BlairKitch.tumblr.com. Um... Anywhere else, I'm uh, uh, Last Dot FM, Blur Kitch there, Spotify, I'm Blur Kitch there, everywhere. Find me everywhere. <laughs> um, All right, so until next week, I'm Sarah. I am Blair. And remember, hey, you can put up a put put a fucked up guy. Hey, hey guys, hey guys, <laughs> thanks for listening. You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? I kind did of you like, forget? No, I tripped over my words. Um, and then I overcompensated for it. <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye.